I'm Eleanor Smith, and this is your Kymencast for the week of September 12th. This time, a profile on the Grizzly Marching Band's drum majors and how they came to lead the band. When Ben Tabar was in seventh grade, he missed almost every note of one of the first solos he ever got. It was out of a practice book they used in their middle school band room in Laurel, Montana. He doesn't remember the song, but he does remember the embarrassment. The director had to like stop the band and say, okay, we'll start after the solo and then we go again. Um, And I sort of like promised myself, like, I'm never going to mess up that bad again. I need to get better at this. I need to keep improving. And uh, I improved pretty rapidly after that. I was not happy with myself. (laughs) Paige Kerwin's story doesn't have such an embarrassing start. They grew up in Fremont, Nebraska, and their love of music started in the fifth grade. They saw a video of someone performing on the violin, and that sparked their interest in music. And then I never ended up playing violin. But it got music in my brain. Um, And so I started out uh, playing flute in fifth grade. The Grizzly Marching Band is back for their 2022 season. The band plays during halftime of Grizzly football games to rile up the crowd. The leader of a marching band is called a drum major. They lead the band during performances, teach students how to march, and foster a fun environment in the band. Ben DeBar and Paige Kerwin are the drum majors for this year's Grizzly Marching Band. According to them, getting to this point wasn't always an easy journey. Looking back at their roots, DeBar and Kerwin speak about what it took to become drum majors. Since picking up the flute as a kid, Kerwin has learned to play every instrument in the band, but they still have fond memories of their first years learning to play. Music education wasn't required in Kerwin's school at the time, so learning to play always felt fun to them. For DeBar, things were a bit different. His school did require students to learn to play. He remembers sitting in his mom's car. He was on his way to choose which instrument he would learn to play. And on the drive over there, my mom played a whole bunch of Louis Armstrong music, so I was thinking about the trumpet already. Although he was required to learn, DeBar took to playing like a fish to water. So did Kerwin, for that matter. After his embarrassing solo in the seventh grade, DeBar vowed to try his best to learn and improve so something like that would never happen again. It wasn't all so serious, though. He enjoyed every second of learning and growing as a young musician. Things were much the same for Kerwin. They continued playing the flute until they decided to branch out and learn more instruments. By the time they were in high school, DeBar and Kerwin had firmly solidified their places as band kids. And by like my senior year, I'd taken all my required classes. So my schedule looked like band in the morning for the first hour and then I shadowed the band director where I was able to like go help him out with music and like learn more about what goes on behind the scenes as like a band director and then third block was also band but the upper ensemble. I was one of those people where uh, most days for lunch I'd go out buy food and then instead of going to the cafeteria to eat I'd go hang out in the band room. Kerwin and DeBar worked as hard as they could to master their instruments throughout high school. By the time Kerwin was a senior, their schedule was comprised mostly of band, and they knew what they wanted to do with their life. And I think that connection with uh, all of my band directors was really inspiring, and it led me to want to continue music in college and become an educator and become that for someone else. Kerwin knew they wanted to go into music education, They wanted to be a teacher to help students like them learn to play and enjoy music, just like their band director had done for them in the past. But the problem was where they would get their degree. Kerwin didn't want to stay in Nebraska. 
um, I was I was pretty set on going out of state, and it was around my junior year where I started looking up schools. And I remember like asking, I was like asking around. I was like, "Do you know any good like out of state schools?" Um, no one said Montana, but I like misheard it, <laughs> and then Montana got stuck in my brain. They spent a week of their senior year touring about ten schools, trying to decide where to go. Uh, and I remember I almost skipped my my UM campus tour because I was so stressed from all of the travel and like my parents were Missoula has a very weird street setup and so it was a very stressful ride around the town and I was like I don't know if I could go here but after the campus tour they quickly changed their mind and then I went to the tour and I was like oh this literally felt so good and it felt like just right and so I was like this is where I'm gonna go I applied that summer and I was accepted before my senior year even started for Debar, the choice to go to UM wasn't so complex. His family is full of UM alums, so he grew up hearing about what the campus had to offer. At the time, he also wanted to be a music education major, so the programs at UM aligned a bit more with what he was looking for. I thought about MSU for a while, but uh, when I decided on music, I decided to come to UM, and also my older brother had gone to MSU, so there's a bit of family rivalry, so I had to keep that alive. Debar started his freshman year at the university in 2017, he remembers going to the first day of band camp shaking in his boots. Like many students in the band, he had never marched before, and the prospect of learning an entirely new skill under the scrutiny of a full marching band was daunting. I'm standing there in a field doing all these weird, like, formal military stances, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then we started moving, and then we started playing, and I was like, oh, wait, I actually really enjoy this. This is really fun. It's not all strict and formal. It's like, we're doing this so we look good and sound good. There's a purpose to everything. Unlike Debar, Kerwin went to a competitive high school where their marching band performed up to three times a year. UM and their high school had very similar marching styles, so the transition was easier for Kerwin. But that didn't mean they weren't nervous. I remember the night before, like, fully going through the GMB um, Instagram <laughs> and being like, who's my section leader? who who plays saxophone just like fully going through it being like I'm so excited to meet everyone and I walk in there and I see my section leader I go up to her and I like introduce myself I'm like hi are you Liz I'm Paige I'm in your section both Kerwin and Debar say they felt like they had found their community at UM as soon as they finished their first day at band camp according to marching band director Kevin Griggs that's the point Griggs has been a part of the band since 2004 he says they try to foster a feeling of fun in the band. They do that by choosing drum majors based on positive leadership characteristics. The band took a hit during COVID, as most things did. At their lowest numbers, they only had around 95 students. According to Griggs, they're starting to bounce back to bigger numbers now that school has resumed in person. The band is 125 people this year. Out of the band, Griggs and the TAs pick the cream of the crop to hold the drum major position. What we do is so difficult that we want to make sure that our drum majors are good at uh, basically saying, how can I help you make this a better experience? And what do you need from me? And Ben and Paige really exhibit those kinds of skills. And this year, the marching band is good, really good. According to Debar, it only took them three days to learn how to march. It usually takes them much longer. Something that the deputy athletic director at UM, Greg Sunberg, is probably happy to hear. They bring um, energy, 
They bring amazing music. They're talented artists. And uh, we know how much time they put in throughout the course of the year to uh, make us all proud on Grizz Game Days. The marching band season ends when football is over. But beyond their tenure as drum majors, both Kerwin and DeBar will value the band as one of the most important parts of their college experience. I think I'm going to always have a soft spot in my heart for it, you know? Um, and I think years down the line, it's going to be one of those things that like, I think back and it's going to be one of my really fond college memories. Um, and just almost all of my friends I met through the marching band or they've been in marching band with me at some point. Um, and it's just going to be one of those things where I was like, wow, I really met all of my friends through there. I really enjoyed it. Um, it'll be like a little bittersweet that I'm like probably not actively partaking in a marching band anymore. In other news, UMPD will start carrying Narcan, a treatment for known or suspected opioid overdoses. And the University of Montana has hired a new parking director. To learn more about any of these topics, visit montanakaiman.com or read our paper coming out this Thursday. The Kaimancast is reported, produced, and edited by me, Eleanor Smith. Next week, reporter Alyssa Tompkins will be with you for a look into harm reduction in fentanyl in Montana. See you there. <laughs>